Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. I'm so happy to see more Bibles appearing. Oh, it's nice, Keke. More Bibles. Ask your neighbor. Look at look at your neighbor. If you don't see a Bible, ask the neighbor that. About you to when 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 when. Wow. Aquila has lifted her whole dick. It's too nice. It's too powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I'm preaching a very short message, but oh, don't sound like you mind. Have no fear. <laughs> It's not every day that is long. Hallelujah. We've been talking about honor. And last week, I shared with you the signs of dishonor. How many of you were in the church at the time? Signs of dishonor. And, and it's good to know because sometimes you are dishonoring and you don't know. Yeah. Um, um, one of our pastors went somewhere. It was a... I'm trying to remember the gesture. It's a gesture that we use very often. Doesn't mean anything in Ghana. But out there, it was an insult, Charlie. Hey. And he didn't know. Hey. And he had, there was a traffic offense. And, and so he was stopped by the police. I remember the gesture. Should I show you the gesture? Charlie, in that country, it means I want to sleep with you. So, <laughs> this why it's true life story. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. So he says that he was stopped by the police. And it was a policewoman. And he said that the truth is that he was speeding. So when he came down, it's like I'm begging already. Hey, say it was not easy for him. It was not easy. Hey, I've stopped you for an offense and you are telling me that you want to sleep with me. What kind of dishonor is this? Hey! I, you know, was his hotness more or less? He was more hot. He was more hot. By the grace of God, somebody intervened that he's a foreigner. You know, we look the same. Yeah, it's an African country. We all look the same. The person didn't realize that he's dealing with a foreigner. So it was very serious. And so I'm saying that it's very important that we learn isn't it? Because sometimes you create dishonor because you didn't know. You were not dishonoring, but you didn't know that to do this is dishonor. Are you in the house? 
Yeah. Eh, your, your, your president calls you and says, Oh, hi, Presido. Hey. hey. It's not like that, too. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so today, I just briefly want to talk about some of the relationships in which you need to honor people. Yeah. It's not every relationship that calls for honor. What do I mean by that? The relationship between your siblings, your classmates, I mean, it's just a normal something. Let's start with our scripture in Romans 13 and verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute? Ask your neighbor, do you pay your tax? That's the tribute. <laughs> so the people, they, they, it's not honor they need, it's the tax. Just give it to them. Amen? Custom to whom custom? Fear to whom fear? Honor to whom honor? So there are some people in this world to whom we own, we owe honor. Very important to say, especially because there's even a movement within the church that says that everything is only God that we give it to. Mm -hmm. Are you there? It's not only God. The first person that we, we are going to talk about is God, but he's not the only one that we honor. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? In 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30, we learn something. Wherefore, the Lord of Israel saith, I said indeed, I'm reading verse two, uh, chapter 2 verse 30, I said indeed that my house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever, but now the Lord saith, be it far from me. For them that honor me I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Are you seeing it? So God says that you honor me. You honor me. And you see that that's one of the reasons why you notice that everywhere in the world to come to church, we try to dress nicely. You just find what you have that is decent and you bring it. Are you, are you with me? I'm sure all of us, you have some torn dress in the house, some shorts, be that you have been wearing. And the interesting thing is that it's the one you like most. How many of you have something, something there that actually the thing is throw away worthy, but you know, you know, you just, but you see that when you are coming to the house of God, nobody's giving you a lecture, but you just feel that no, not there, not there. It doesn't belong there. And so you actually change. I hope you are getting me. Yeah. Why? Because we're trying to honor God. That is the same when we give him our tithes and our offerings. The Bible says, honor him, honor with what? Your first fruit. Yeah. So it's an honor. You're bringing your tithe. It's an honor to him. It's an honor to him that you've seen his word, you've heard his word, and you are responding. Am I talking to somebody? Sometimes in life we make a mistake and we begin to honor the wrong thing. Yeah. You can honor your children more than you honor God. You can honor your job more than you honor God. In other words, when you are put into a situation where you got to choose this or choose that, you choose the other one because it means more to you. You see? And we learn from the example of the priest. You know, the high priest, Eli. Eli had two sons who were misbehaving. They, they should have actually taken over from him as the priest of the temple. But the Bible says that they were sleeping with the women in the temple. The Bible says that when the sacrifices were brought, can you imagine when you bring your offering, then all the offerings in the basket, I say, open it, let me see. Then I start to remove the ones I want. The 200 CD notes, the 100 CD notes, I leave all the crumpled one CDs, 
that's what they were doing. Because in those days, the, the offering, it was not money, but people brought things, and you brought meat. And even, the Bible even allows that some of the meat is for the priest, but it's done in a way. But they will come and with their thing, they'll pick the one that they want before they'll release the rest, and the rest can go to God. It's not like that. Hallelujah. And that is why sometimes when you are a tither, you even decide that I won't touch my money till I've paid my tithe. I'll take my tithe out of it first. As a sign that it's my first fruit. Please, those of you behind the scripture, you should have found the scripture there by now. Are you, are you with me? And, and you just take it out as a sign of respect to God. And honor, nobody is there. Nobody is there. It's just you. Even when you bring your tithe. Has anybody ever had a call from us saying that, eh... What you brought last this month, and I think you didn't bring the whole tithe. Have you been receiving such calls? No. Because it's between you and God. If you say that God paid you, the only money he brought in your hand is 200 cities, so you are bringing 20, we can't fight with you. If you say that you are putting 17 cities, 18 pesos, we, we, we cannot quarrel with you. <laughs> are you in the church? You know, so it's an honor to God. And as believers, God is one of the people that we honor. Hallelujah. We honor God the Father. We honor Jesus the Son. Hallelujah. We honor the Holy Spirit. Amen? Hey, this morning, are you in the house? Let me show you. You see, when you want to honor somebody, when you want to do something, you do it how they want it to be done. For instance, if you are going to Menshia, you have to ask how to approach um, Otunfo. You don't just walk and say, oh, hey. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like that. As you are coming, he will now tell you, they will tell you, his people will tell you how you should, come. yes, you should approach. That, and when you do it, that's the honor that you are giving. Are you there? You know, so Jesus taught us a few things. Let's take a look. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 40. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth he, him that sent me. So one of the ways of honoring Jesus is to receive his men. How you receive him, that, that's a sign. Not receiving to is also a sign. I always fear for churches where they have transferred a pastor to you, then you take your letter, then you write it and say that we don't like this man. Eesh. And often without any justification. Hmm. Are you there? Because of this scripture. So if you don't receive the man of God, Charlie, it's Jesus you have rejected. The nicest example of this is what we see. Now let's take one more. Luke 10, 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. Hey, if you ask anybody here, who is despising Jesus? We'll all say, oh no. But you were watching the TV the other day. And you saw a man, a man of God. He said, no, 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 look at this. Ah, is this one to a pastor? Hey. You see, that's why you should just change. If you don't, just change the channel. So that you don't fall into sin. Because before you are aware, he's a bona fide man of God, just that you don't think so. If Jeremiah existed in Ghana today, would have called him names. Oh. The man went to lie naked somewhere. Hey, that is what God said he should do. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hosea went to marry a prostitute. Hey. hey, me for a long time I had a problem with the book of Hosea. Until I met a certain Presbyterian 
preacher. And he taught me from the book. Then understanding came. I was a new Christian. I didn't understand it. How is it possible? And the man took his time. And he taught us from the book. I said, ah, now I understand. Now I understand. It was a message he was sending. And he was sending a message to his children that as you are my look at how you are prostitutes moving around. This is what it means to me to be your God. Hey. Then we would have insulted the man, dirty man. Ah. Have been so man of God. Not knowing that it is Christ that you have disrespected. Hey. Paul was there. He said that, look, I am a Pharisee of Pharisees. I know how we should worship God. These people have come, they say that some Jesus, something, something, they are wrong. And he got up and he started going house to house, temple to temple, arresting them. Then one day in Acts chapter 9, he was on his way to Damascus to go and just sort those people out. The Bible says that a light shone. Mm. The guy fell to the ground. He knew that hey, God is communicating with him. And they said, who are you, Lord? The answer was, it is me, Jesus, whom thou persecuted. When did I ever touch you? Jesus Christ, you came and you left. I, I never met you face to face. But you see, he's the same one who says that if you do it to one of mine, you have done it to me. You have done it to me. Are you in the church? Some people will wake up and discover that all the things that they were doing, they have done it against Christ. So be careful. Can you please tell your neighbor, don't go and start writing things in the, I mean, on social media. Eh, don't go, you do not know what message the person has heard from God. Please, don't put yourself in that position. If you don't like what any man of God is doing, please go to another place. Watch another channel. Watch another, something. You don't have to watch what you don't like. Hey, it doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, but it wasn't, look, those would make sense to they will understand. Hey, him, but it is wrong. Hey, please be careful. Be careful. <laughs> Are you in the church? Yeah. One time, some two people were standing out there. Oh, I collected the insults well, well. What kind of a software allows people to come into the church and sing the way that they sing? And listen, as you are passing, you don't know what's going on. Just cross, just go. Hmm. Just pass, just pass, just pass. Tell them the person, we're not talking to you. Those who understand such language, they understand it. That they are the ones we are talking to. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so just have it as a habit. Don't say anything about somebody else's something. Are you in the church? Yesterday I was preaching somewhere and I asked them, I said, look, you want to dishonor the Catholic Church? Be careful, though. The Catholic Church is 2,022 years old. In case you don't know, it's the first church in the Bible that became the, the, the Catholic Church. Yeah, and they're still there. We, the charismatic revival in Ghana, we still have the, 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 those who brought it. They are still alive. Look at us. Just look at us. Look at, look at how fornication has finished the church. There are thieves in the church in the same generation in which it started. These guys are how many generations down the line? You know, so if things, a few things are some, who are we to talk? Who are we to talk? Oh, the pastors sitting here, they are marrying and hoping to marry. Come to church, as you have come there, coming to serve God, Charlie, I put it down. 
I'll never use my things. Hey, I've given my everything. Not that the thing cannot work, but I'll never use it. Oh, man. Hey. Hey. The answer have come. It's like Charlie. My everything, oh. Hmm. One day, our father said he was sitting on a flight beside a Catholic priest. And so they had been chatting. And they said, as the flight was approaching Accra, it occurred to him that he, as he's arriving, he's in a hurry. His wife is in the house, Charlie. Life is about to become good. He said, he remembered, look, this man has his come. So he turned to the man, he asked him that. So as we're coming, who is, who is waiting? Who is meeting you? He said, he looks, he said, Charlie, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. You are here with me, you too, you cannot. But you have something to say. Hey. Be careful lest it is the Lord that you have despised. Be careful. Are you there? We, when we are, when we are, we are consecrating a bishop, you see that we even look for nice clothes to wear with. When a Catholic priest is being inducted as a father, he walks in his white barefoot. Yes. Through the whole channel. It's a very spooky ceremony. Don't, don't say what you don't know. Talk to your neighbor. We don't understand. Let's just accept that we don't understand that we cannot. Can you imagine? I get to have a Russell from now. If you are going to be a pastor here, you can't have a wife. Hey! I attention. Like charismatic church, there'll be no pastor in the whole church. <laughs> I said there'll be no pastor in the whole church. Hey! Charismatic church. The members crowd says that that church, that church that they don't allow people to marry people. Ah, I won't go there. Ah, ah, ah. Hey, meanwhile, some people have been there two thousand years. They are still around. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Pastor David is hoping to marry. He says that like he has stopped. Hey, are you with me? So let's just accept that some things we don't understand. Just leave it. And don't start pointing accusing fingers. You see, they say that this church, they are this, that. We too, they are pointing 20 accusing fingers at us. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we honor, we, <laughs> we honor him when we honor others. Are you there? That's what, that's what Jesus told us. You may not think so, but that's what he told us. Hallelujah. Amen. We honor the presence of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is around, it's not time to start chatting. Start talking. So say, you just recognize that hey, something in the room has changed. The Spirit has walked in. And in honor, you just, you just flow. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So we honor God. We honor God. Another way, you see, David taught us something. There were people who were anointed. And you see that he always said he will not do something to the anointed because of the anointing Saul was chasing him Saul was even looking for his life but David said no 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 no. the man has been anointed I cannot touch it's an honor not so much to Saul as to the spirit that is upon him because when you say somebody is anointed how is the person anointed in Acts 10 38 we're told how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost are you seeing it? So that anointing is a sign that the Holy Spirit is with the person in a certain way. So even though the person is annoying me, I'll just leave it like that. I won't touch it. He had an opportunity to finish Saul. And he was with a warrior who was ready to do it. The warrior begged him and said, I will strike him only once. 
there will not be any mercy here. Just once I will finish it. And so, look. Hmm. David said, no. No, no, no. Because of the anointing. Hallelujah. Are you there? So we honor God. We honor God. Turn to your neighbor and say, have you been honoring God? When you decide to wake up in, your, in the morning and spend time with him, it's an honor to him. It's an honor. You are honoring the fact that he wants to talk to somebody such as us. Hey, we are bad, do you know that? We like to think that we are good, but it's not true. Tell your neighbor, look, as you are polished, you are looking for it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Hey. Let me ask you something. The last time somebody annoyed you, what went through your mind? It will show you how you are. Do you see? <laughs> Yay. And sometimes when you finish insulting the person, you say it was, ah, I left this part. <laughs> you want to even go back and say more. Hey. We are not correct, oh. <laughs> are you in the church? We honor God. Hallelujah. We honor him. Because when we look at ourselves, we can see that. It's not, it's not good at all. Hallelujah. The next one is to honor your prophet. Every once in a while, the Lord brings somebody into your life who is the prophet of your life. It's not every random prophet who is your prophet. But let's go to Mark chapter 6. You'll see something there. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus explains something. The Bible says that he, was, he had gone to his own people, his own country. Let's go to verse 2. It says, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. So in the beginning, they were like, they were pleasantly surprised. Saying, from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Then the thing begins to change. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Now Jesus now gave a teaching. He said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own king, king and in his own house. In other words, a prophet has honor. He has honor. It's just that when he's in his own country, among his own people, they, do not, they don't see it. They don't see it. And when there's a prophet assigned to you that you don't see, you often do not benefit from him as we are about to see in verse 5. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And the reason for this is the dishonor. Is the dishonor. Because they did not honor the anointing upon him. Because they did not honor the prophet. So it's not that he has become weak. It's not that Jesus cannot honor. It's not that he had lost his anointing. It is that in the presence of people who dishonor the anointing, there is no benefit. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Every week in this church, I will let you see we, we, we watch our father. He's pronouncing blessings on us. He's pronouncing. When you take it as that's my prophet speaking to me, you actually see it happening in your life. But when it's like, oh, just um, I've got to be there. He's come and say something. They say that he's the person who is. It's nothing to you. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. And I watch many times as other people who are outside our church are more blessed than we are by him. Hey, when I see it, they pay me. 
Mm. Are you there? One time, one of our pastors who's in a certain country took a small pamphlet. It wasn't even the whole mega church. It was a pamphlet created from the mega church. And he gave it to a certain man of God who was struggling with his church and who was crying because Charlie, the thing was not working. So the man he gave it to took the pamphlet, began to read. And as he read, he began to, ah, this thing is good stuff. So he studied it and he began to apply it to his church. At that time, we never knew him. We never even knew of him. Within a short time, his church began to grow as he applied the things he had read. He eventually got hold of the full book and other things and began to work. And his church, at the time we heard from him, his church seated 8,000 people on a Sunday. So one day, he went back to his friend, <laughs> the one who gave him. He went to visit him. He discovered that in his church, you know, there were some 50 people there. So at the end of the day, he asked him that, ah, how come? Because you are the one who even gave this book to me, which I have now, you know, prayerfully used. I mean, that the verses are there, the scriptures are there, and how to, what to do is there. Now, the difference was this. The honor. The man, he doesn't know the writer. So he took the thing seriously, and he did it. But the one who is the child of <laughs> a prophet, he's not without honor. He's without honor in his own home. So it's like, oh, this mega church, we have seen it, uh, we are even taking a right exam safe. We have read it cover to cover. It didn't work. It didn't work. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you one of those? Yeah. Because many the barrenness at times in your life, at times in your business, is because the prophet that has been assigned to you is not treated with a certain honor. And honor, is, it releases the anointing in another way. Are you there? Hey, you don't mind me again because I'm talking to you. Or because you are inside. That's why many times when you travel with your pastor, you're very surprised at what you go and see. Because what you see there is more powerful than what is happening here. And it's for the same thing that, oh... This person. You see, think about it like a child in a house. Do you think that the child of a big man thinks that their father is a big man? It's like, oh, it's just daddy. The story is told. It's a true story. When um, Benny Hinn's children were small, one time his daughter was sitting on his lap when the TV opened to his program. And Charlie, things were going on. And they said the child sat up on the father. And then she would look at the screen and they should look at the father. <laughs> they should look at the screen and they should look at the father. It's like, ah. She's seen an anointed man at work, but, but, but he's just daddy. He's just daddy babysitting. He's the one on duty today looking after me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey! And, and one of the reasons why we preach that message is so that you make a conscious effort and say that, no, 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 no. I will not take my prophet for granted. Me, Bishop Doug is my prophet. You'll be roaming and be collecting other prophets. It's your problem. It's your, it's what, your, your, your problem. Your problem. You see, but you better know who your prophet is. You better know who you call to pray over your business. You better know. Hey. Mm. Let us move on. <laughs> Honor fathers. Honor fathers. Honor fathers. 
biological father, spiritual father, replacement father. Sometimes your father is not there. God gives you another person. Then you hear foolish talking. You are not my father, so me, I can't. Hey, be careful. Because in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2, we are giving some very powerful instructions. Honor your father and your mother. Why? That it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. And that you may live long on the earth. It doesn't say honor your father and your mother because they have done well. Doesn't say honor them because they are wise. Honor them because they are nice. Honor them because they are... It doesn't say any of those things. It says honor them because that's the way to live long. And that's the way to live long on the earth. And at times God even gives you a replacement parent and you are misbehaving. <sighs> Sometimes orphans are very difficult people to help. Every day they are crying, hey, my mother was alive, hey, my father was alive. Meanwhile, if your mother was alive, I remember talking to her, I said, listen, your father and your mother, they, let, they met in the village. Oh. If they were alive, that's where you would have grown. I know the village, I'm not sure that. <laughs> so the person, as you have gone to the village school there, I'm not sure that anything would have happened to you. But there you are. Hey! Push your neighbor and say, who is your father? Do you have a father figure in your life? Do you have a mother figure in your life? Be careful. Be careful. Because some of you are so good at pointing out the mistakes of your father. I would like to inform you that you have 50% of his genes. You are likely to create the same mistake. Eh? Are you cursing me? What do you mean curse? It's like, ah, if your hair is short, I say your hair is short. Is it a curse? I'm just telling you that you have 50% of his genes, so be careful. And my father, all he has been doing is that he has been drinking. Listen, you do not know what crossed his life to make him like that. Be careful. Be careful. There are many things in this world, you don't say anything about them. You don't say anything. Because, you see, recently when I was preaching, in fact, it was in this session of honor that I, this round, you know, we preached it before, and I would, you know, but this year, I was preaching about honor a few weeks ago and a young man sent me a text, quite bitter. He said that, hey, this is what had happened. His mother had raised him, had raised them. Then at a certain point, the father came into the life. As usual, they wait until all the hard work is done. And then the guy came into their life. And as the guy came into their life, what pained him was that the man began to pay the sister's school fees and ignored him. And he was asking that, hey, should I honor such a person? And I said, wait. The question you are asking me is whether it should be well with you or not. Whether you should live long or not. That's the question you are asking me. That's the question you are asking me. Because his question was, should I honor such a father? You may not even know, is that your attitude that has even made him sort out your sister and leave you? But you let's, let's, let's even leave that one. The question you are asking me is whether you, it should be well with you or not. Whether you should live well or not. That's the only reason. And I told him that I, when I read that scripture, I don't see love in it. I don't see like in it. I don't see admiration. I don't see anything. It doesn't say honor the father that you admire or the mother that you love. Ah, maybe your Bible is saying something like that, but my Bible, dear, I've not seen it. Honor the father if the father is proper. 
And remember, you are now coming. We don't know what kind of father you'll be. You are what? Recently, I was laughing at some fresh father who was feeling sleepy because the baby didn't sleep in the night. I laughed. I said, uh, you think when they are saying daddy, daddy, father, you think it's just something they have dashed you? <laughs> hey. Father, to be a father, is a very wild thing. It's a very, very, very wild thing. There you are talking. That's my father there. He's not serious. Hey! You are serious. <laughs> My father dear, he had so many children. Do you know how it happened? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And we can't know. So the, but what we do know is that the scripture says, you just honor. You just honor. Next week I'll show you how we honor. Just do those things. I hope you get it. Just do those things. Yeah. Just do those things. Yeah. Just do those things. You'll be surprised that your father who is drunk is still able to bless you. When you come from somewhere and take him to the hospital, bring him back, and he says, God bless you. The Lord should cause you to grow. You don't know, but God heard it and will answer it. Rather than instead they say, hey, old man like you, how can you drink like that and you are still drinking? Hey. Where did you learn that the, 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 the child is correcting the father? Where did you learn it? Hey, that's why. Hmm. Hey. The next one. Honor your husband. Ajay. The church is very quiet over that one. <laughs> Honor your husband. Hmm. Honor your husband. When you are honoring somebody, you don't talk anyhow. You don't say one one draw. Somebody told me, yeah, but it is not fair. And I asked the person, what is fair in life? What is fair? It is not fair. Why is it that when it is me, it's like this? When it's him, it's like, listen. Life, eh? The thing called life. The thing called life. Maybe you have just come. So I need to inform you that life is not fair. The one who doesn't learn got the first class. The one who is learning every day barely got second lower. The one who doesn't try, the business is booming. The one who is striving and struggling, Charlie, is bleeding at every. The one who had 32 abortions before marrying has gone on to have four or five children. And the one who never just pulled a ratchet, even to get what? One coli, 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 one coli. Take to your neighbor and ask your neighbor whoever told you that the thing called life is fair? Whoever told you that? Whoever told you that life is not fair? There's nothing in life that is fair. Hey, nothing. The ugly girl, look, the ugliest girl in your class, she's the one who married first. 
the ugly one. Oh, everybody knew she was ugly, and you also knew she was ugly, and she also knew she was ugly. She rather. be he gets married. And the one that everybody thought that Charlie, this one, all the guys, they like her. They said, she rather, she's there. Hey, fair. From today, never look for fairness in life. Never. Everybody went to do this DMK thing. Everybody went to. The thief who stole somebody's money went and put it there. He rather got percentage. Then you, your hard-earned savings <laughs> that you took and went and put it. That's the week that the whole <laughs> hey, fairness in life. Fair. No. 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 I was young and now I'm old. I have never seen fairness. 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 Hey. They will tell you that we big people, our sicknesses are this, this, this. I go with the slim people in my house. We go and do the blood test and my results are better than this. <laughs> hey. Are you there? They have chased me out exercise. I'll do two days, then I'll stop. Don't say, look, the coffee stop it. It's too much. De, 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 de. Hey, every day, if it's not my husband, my son, when we go and do the test, <laughs> are you there? Hey, recently, when Pastor Sean came, they said, Mommy, do not take the grace of God for granted. <laughs> Because in his medical books, his mother is a prime candidate for problems. Hey, I'll be dead. Then they'll send me. They say, look, go, go, look. They are going to check you out. They go and check that. Look at it. They say, go and do this. I'll, I'll comply as for me. I'll comply. <laughs> when I breathe, they say, how? I said, life. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. Hey. My husband is a very active man. He walk, even when he's there, he will get and he will walk and now what this da, da, da. He's the person taking diabetes medication. <laughs> oh life, it cannot be fair. It cannot be fair. It cannot be fair. Anyway, how did I get into this? I was sharing with you that <laughs> you say, How can I? Why should I honor this man? Listen, life is not fair. It was never meant to be fair. So just comply. Is that okay? It's just, yeah, just comply. Vashti woke up. She's a queen. She said, this drunk, this drunk king, I'll not mind it. That was her, her end. That was her end. Replacement. Removal. Replacement. One time. Just like that. Just like that. So it is God who has made it like that. The Bible says that your husband is your head. Mm. If you dishonor your head, be careful. One of the ways by which we identify a madman is by his head. The hair that is not combed and dirty. The beard that is pulling out in all directions and looks like there are things in it. That's how we identify 
a madman. Ooh. Ooh, she was sitting by a lady, just give her a little push and say, girl, just understand, okay? Just understand. Just understand. Just understand. Just understand. It is not fair. It is not fair. When we marry, the man has married into comfort. Before he was drinking Berman, crying, buying street on the food, on the road. Hey, everything is in his favor. If you are a good wife, you are now coming to do hard labor. Hard labor. That's it. Hey. Ah, but that's it. That's it. Life is not fair. Hey. <laughs> ah, the final one. Honor your pastor. Honor your pastor. First Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17. And by your pastor, I'm talking first of all about everyone who is over you in things that have to do with the word of God. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Hallelujah. Count them to be worthy of what? Double honor. Amen. Amen. Double honor. And actually, as you esteem them and you honor them, you give them that honor, you will discover that their words spoken into your life actually make a difference. I hope you're understanding. So I can have two church members and I'll say be blessed. One nothing is nothing. The other one is actually blessed. Amen? Amen. Two students, they are going to write exams. And I'll say, Charlie, you're going to go through is an A paper. One is an A. The other one is nothing. What's the difference? Usually it's just how they, 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 they have honored or how they esteem the words of the person. Are you there? Yeah. So honor the, your pastor. And by, you know, the pastor of this church, I need you to understand that I'm an assisting pastor. Yeah, I'm here because Bishop Doug is not here. But this church has one pastor. The whole church is one pastor. That's why every year in the month of October, we have Galatians 6.6. 6. You can open that scripture. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. I like it in the NLT because it's easier to understand. You see, those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Let's take a look at the Amplified Bible, if it, if it opens up a little. I don't remember what is there. Let's see. Good. The one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Are you with me? That's why there are some people, I know some young people, who spend one night every week just praying for him. Just praying. That's also on a, Ask your neighbor, who is praying for you one night every... It's an honor. I hope you get it. It's also part of their honor. But once every year as a church, we stand and say material support, we are doing it. Whether he needs it or not, it's not the point. It's not the point at all. Oh, but it's not the point. It's not the point. It is we who are honoring. And as we honor our spiritual father, we gain to ourselves certain blessings. Hallelujah. I have discovered that as I have honored my father, others have honored me. Are you there? Yeah. Others have honored me. This year, I got a very nice gift from you in the church. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there every time. But it's the gift you gave me. 
That's what I used to put my car back on the road. And then I'm who say, yeah, the car is working fully. Ah, when I see, then I remember you guys. I say, Father, bless them. Let them. They, they didn't know. Yeah. Are you there? Bless those who brought the idea and bless those who cooperated. I felt very honored. Are you seeing it? I felt honored. I didn't even know that it was a need as such. I'm not really thought so much, but suddenly I said, oh, with this thing that they have, oh, okay, okay, ah, let's go and do you see, because to change my car is not easy. Do you understand why I'm saying it? If you bring me a car like, uh, give me a good car. For my Matisse, you have not solved my problem. Even in my house, you cannot go. <laughs> give me a, give me a, a what? A Honda Civic. You see, I travel with books, I travel, do you know the kilometers we move? We do almost, oh, Dennis is not here today because of an exam, but we do about some 80,000 a year, something like that. Yeah, now it's very, very well. There are not many cars that can take it. The roads that we go through, if you follow my status, or sometimes you see the pictures. We came off some road B, in the western region. When we came off there, I said, Charlie, my intra picture. There are not many cars that can take this road. This past week, I've been preaching the church to reach the church from my house one and a half hours, one way. One and a half hours, another way. So to change the car is not so easy. Are you seeing it? So Charlie, a gift to put this one in proper... Oh, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot. Yeah, it meant a lot. Amen. It meant a lot. Without somebody coming, I don't know what they said to you. I don't know anything. You know, and I'm just saying that look, this year's Galatians 6 6. Let's just do our best. We don't know what it will do. I want you to remember that our father lost his first son and he was standing there preaching and praying for people to be healed. Oh, me, it touched my heart. I don't know about you, it, it really touched my heart. Because me, mom, dear, like I've gone on shutdown. Ah, 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 I've gone on shutdown. Shutdown, cry. This year, let's do our best. Amen? We do it just once a year. Yeah. Let's do our best. Let's do our best. Somebody should decide that my salary for September. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you will see that as you honor him, it will be well with you. It will be well with you. It will be well with you. Something will come your way. Are you with me? Just because you have done it with a mind to honor. You have not done it with a mind that he must give me something. I'm just obeying scripture. And I believe that God will mind us. Is it a good plan? Are you making up your mind? Just, just, yeah. Some people have already started saving from the beginning of the year. Me, I start in January. So that's me, Brett. Me, I sang with me. Yes, I can you. You know how the song is, how we are. Every money that enters our bag, we have to chop it. Hey. He said, yo, man. He's very serious. He's very serious. We don't even know. Yeah. But we shall do something. Hallelujah. And as we do, yeah, may it be well with us. Yeah. May it be well with us. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor. May it be well with us. May it be well. May it be well. Yeah. Whatever is a feeling of things being well to you, let that be your portion. Amen? And then may God give us long life. You know, sometimes when I say long life, I don't like to say it because I feel that long life with sickness is not... Yeah, it's not life. But in this long life, I'm talking about you have the strength that you need, the health that you need. Somebody said the wealth that you need. 
Because long life, uh, oh, here, oh, here is chewing you. It's not, it's not, no, 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 it's not what we like. But a proper long life, let it be unto us. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Oh, just bow down your head for a moment. Jesus Christ shed his blood for us. It's an honor to recognize that sacrifice. And we recognize it by giving our lives to him. We recognize it by saying that I've given you back my life. You are here in this church. You have not given your life to Jesus. Maybe you have been coming. Maybe you have even been working for him, but you need to give him your life. That's why as every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand this afternoon. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, or even if it's not up, but you just want to pray that prayer, just come to the front and join me here. I want to pray with you. I want to lead you to give your life to Jesus. God bless you as you come. Just come. Just come and stand, and we're going to pray together. God bless you. God bless you. Your heart is beating there. It's Jesus telling you, come, 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 come. Come to me. Just come. Oh, yes. Just come. You've not given Jesus your life. Just come. We're going to pray together. Or you've done it, but right now you are not sure of your stand with him. Come. Hallelujah. Young man, pray this prayer after me and let all of us join. We want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.